Lindercast 0001 coming at you live on the 11th of August 2017. I'm going to do free range commentaries, call them Lindercast. This would be the first one. I'm going to talk about a couple things. These will be of different lengths, uh, generally shorter than the hour to two hours I do on the audiobooks. Today I want to talk about Salt Lake to start off how it's changed over the years. I used to live there in the early 80s. I moved there in, I think, November of 83 or so from uh, coming out from Chicago. Salt Lake is high desert. That's high elevation desert, cold at night, hot in the day. Uh, not too far behind where I lived was Mile High Drive. So that gives you an idea. That's up on the benches of Salt Lake. Salt Lake is kind of ringed by mountains. The ochre on the west side and the Wasatch Front on the east side. The richer area of town is sort of the southeast benches. And back then, and it's sort of a valley with the lake at the northern end, if you've never been there. And I remember driving up and how, God, it seems like you're driving up to the, up the side of the mountain, and you are, and it just seems very, very vertical. And it's so, sort of annoying driving around in there because you got to, they have sort of swales in the middle of the street as opposed to the opposite, but equally annoying counterpart to the speed bumps so you have to drive carefully up on the benches anyway i was back in salt lake i hadn't been there i don't know a couple years maybe how has it changed well it's interesting in 83 the city is kind of clustered to the north end east of the lake so out west is the lake and then i-80 comes from the mountains winding over from wyoming and evanston it winds through the mountains parley summit Deer Valley, a uh, rich skiing area, and then it, it opens up. This is the place, and I-80 keeps going across through uh, Salt Lake, out past the airport, and then out west, Tuella, where the chemical, uh, Army chemical stuff was out in Tuella, and then it then it snakes over to Wendover on the state line of Nevada, and then you know Reno, Sparks, Eli, all the way over to Reno, and then eventually San Francisco. But anyway... The city, the downtown, is kind of clustered just uh, north of I-80, laid out in broad boulevards, and uh, and then, as I said, the richer area, the, the benches on the southeast, Olympus Hills, Olympus Cove. But back then, a lot of the west, sort of the poor area, the west was unoccupied. There'd still be horse ranches and stuff like that out in the west and the south. So you go down to the point of the mountain where the prison is, and, and uh, Salt Lake was laid out in numbered avenues. So, you know, 90th south, 100, e even farther south. Well, now it's all kind of filled in below these 35 years later or so from, say, 83 to uh, 2017. So changes a lot more people there, a lot more people in general and they're starting to build vertically because they've more or less filled in the valley it was not filled in before you drive down as you go south and say 215 that cuts down it goes up all the way down eventually through all the way through utah clips off the corner of arizona and then hits uh, las vegas on the way over to barstow in southern california that's um i-15 uh and then i-80 just goes straight west over to san francisco but anyway so kind of the whole Salt Lake Valley, and then below that is the Provo Valley, where we're, uh, you know, 70 miles south where BYU is, and I'm not familiar with that part, really, but 
And then on the eastern side is, is the openings to all the, the ski areas, and the western side is just the basin range into Nevada territory. Utah is kind of the uh, western side of the Rocky Mountains, you know, that start in essentially Denver to Salt Lake is where the Rocky Mountains are. The two big cities are kind of bookends a little bit. Uh, but anyway, so the valley is filled in. The west side is filled in much, much more. You have to get, you know, way out toward the lake before it starts opening up again. And just, you know, I went all over when I was there this time. All kinds of different stores, looked around, drove around, uh, just different kind of people. It's been really Californianized. So now Utah, back then, white Mormons, and they're basically English, Scandinavian, descent whites. A lot of them are real good-looking, tall, slender people that you still find in the rich area. But Salt, but Salt Lake really has been Californianized. And you, what that means, if you're not familiar, is filled with Mexicans, filled with off-brand Asians, and increasingly filled with scum and homeless bums, many of whom are white. And you see begging at intersections. You see mass scum accumulating in the public parks downtown. And many of the intersections, they'll be out there are begging. But economically, Salt Lake has the feel of kind of a little bit similar to Dallas. There's a real, it, it feels good, healthy, booming. There's lots of signs for people seeking work. And yet at the same time, there's the riffraff, the scum, the drugs, the drug people, the, the uh, homeless, who are many of whom are clearly able-bodied, who are begging rather than uh, wanting to work. And just the increase in Asians, incredible. Uh, since the last time I was there, there had been an increase of Mexicans uh, even 20 years ago, but an incredible increase in Asian is just loaded with these, you know, typical... 50-year-old, old dog turd, aged dog turd faced third world males of indeterminate origin. They're just ugly, nasty, leering little creatures and it's just disgusting. They're really a grab bag. There's plenty of Muslims there too now. But really it has become Californianized in a very uh, disturbing way. And yeah, they got Somalis there too. And it's just it's just spread. There's just a lot more people and a lot more scum and a lot more third worlders there than there ever used to be. So that's kind of Salt Lake in uh, 2017. But yet the economy appears to be pretty darn good. I, I would really compare it to Dallas, which every time I've been through there, that area seemed to be booming. Although there are certainly plenty of ferals in Dallas and that area too. Now let's talk about one other thing. Uh, what's what's going on? What what do we miss? You know, I think we miss the biggest picture with Pierce departing. And I'm not going to write out a 30-minute script. I'm just going to I'm going to talk sort of freehand as I have been. Recently, we've seen the the James Damore and the Google. What's going on there? Well, what's the broader context is that the main social media, which are backed by practically a trillion dollars worth of stock market value, they always say the, the big ones, Stockman writes about this a lot at lourockwell.com, you know, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, uh, what a Facebook and uh, what, are, what are the others, one or two others are the main stock players. The stock market is very, very high. 
and I think I personally think it's a bubble. I think better investments now. Gold is surging at the moment, up to a little under thirteen hundred an ounce. Silver got over seventeen for the first time in a while today. Uh, another good investment is Gab. Gab is uh, Gab.ai is maybe just about a year old. Started by a Christian conservative patriotic type named Andrew Torba and he has a couple minorities he works with. It's not a white nationalist platform but functionally it's a place where white nationalists are allowed to speak their mind. I had one guy try to get me fired for saying Jews should be uh, exterminated but get me banned off there but it didn't work. I've been banned off Twitter multiple times till I got sick of it and quit. I also used to be on Facebook. I got rid of that. I absolutely loathe Facebook. So the only social media I'm on is Gab. Gab.ai is now taking investments, and I think that is a potential, uh, potentially a good investment. But you know, I don't know for sure. I don't know how it will break out. I'm not a technical guy. All I know is that I get the same value out of Gab that I used to get out of Twitter. But then again, I'm not an early adopter and I'm not an advanced user because I don't do mobile phone stuff and I don't do complicated apps. I just use Gab for news and I use it to post my, my, uh, my thoughts, insights, epigrams, links to articles that people might not otherwise see. And I find Gab just as good as Twitter. The only thing Twitter had, which you weren't allowed to use, was you, you could look up a certain topic and then go find people making stupid left-wing posts and kind of chide them or mock them or go after them. But Twitter allows basically none of that now. Like everywhere else in society, it has protected groups and it, it, it enforces a double standard while having a single standard in its terms of service. So it's the usual double standard. So ultimately, you can't really interact. What might be the value of Twitter is you could interact with other people who have different views, but in practice, that just gets you banned if you're right-wing, so effectively negates the uh, sole selling point there. Gab allows you 300 characters as well, so double the characters that Twitter allows, so it's still short, but it's more than you had before. So I really, really enjoy Gab, and I think it is worth investing. I also think gold's worth investing in. I also think silver's worth investing in. Um, and I have another investment that I will tell you about when I get back. I'm about to embark upon a couple of weeks of heavy travel. And while I will be back here at different points, I will not be posting much. But this Lindercast is going to be a regular feature. It's going to be, as I said, of, of different lengths, depending on what I feel like talking about. So we talked about Salt Lake. We discussed that. I like to, you know, certain places that I really like. South Texas is one. Kirksville, Missouri, where I live, is another. Salt Lake's another that I have a background and experience with, and I've seen them change over decades. And I like to talk about that and think about that. So yeah, the growth. Salt Lake has filled up and is now starting to grow vertically. That means multiple story buildings, but what we are seeing is the internet stole a march on the Jews. They didn't foresee that it was going to be this incredible peer-to-peer -peer communication, which is inherently, from their point of view, anti-Jewish because it allows people to talk without a Jewish filter. They don't have to sit down, face forward, feet on the ground, and listen to a dialogue that's actually a harangue from a Jewish leftist. They can talk to each other and spread their white observations and, and speak freely, as is Gab's motto. So the Jews are bothered by that. So eventually they've convened various boards and committees within ADL to try to shut down the Internet and try to attack in a thousand ways they can, demonetize anyone who's preaching pro-white views. 
They don't care if you're PewDiePie with 50 million people. If you even tell one joke they don't like, they get you fired from Disney. They, get, they try to get your money cut off. So Gab potentially, or anyone potentially, has a whole market more or less locked in for them. That is allowing people who are pro-white or critics of the Jews, which usually amount to the same thing, to speak freely among themselves and actually apply the terms of service as written. Because there's nothing wrong with the terms of service at all these sites as they're written, but it's just selectively enforced. They choose to call what many, many, many tens of millions of normal whites believe hate, as they're told to by the Jews. The Jews define any politics or any observation even that's opposed to them as hate. And then other, the, the mumbledy-peg idiot parrots just, no, oh, okay, but hates people. Well, that's a real thing. Because other people use it, so that means it's real. So essentially, people are feminine-minded. They don't really think. They just repeat. There's a few of us, there's a minority who actually can think and can perceive, well, what makes it hate speech? It's just free speech. It's just speech these people don't like and are trying to make illegal or at least heavily uh, censored. And I now believe officially censored means the government only enforcing laws. It doesn't refer to private, but in practice, with as big as a government as we have, I think the difference between the distinction between suppression from a private group and formal official legal censorship, to my mind, that no longer holds. It should all just be called censorship. So that's how I've begun to, to treat it. But anyway, so while they lock out and while they get rid of all these people through their various purges off Twitter, or demonetizing them on YouTube, banning everything that isn't basically unpolitical, or if it is political, it's leftist, all that needs a place to go. Gab is one place where, you know, maybe this kid, I don't know how old he is, late 20s, I don't know if he's even 30, maybe he will stand up for free speech when it comes down to it. I don't know. And it doesn't have to be white nationalist. It just has to enforce its terms of service as written so that we can speak as freely as any leftist. And I think he will probably do that. So it might be worth looking into and investing. The minimum investment's like $200. I don't know how that would involve. I've never been involved in the stock market. So, and this is, this is a private thing. It's not the stock market. You could lose everything as they say on their page, but it's an interesting idea. And it seems to me if they can develop something like YouTube, and his whole thing is not making it ad-based. It's subscription-based for content providers. So Patreon is, is another, another funding mechanism that's kicking off people who are pro-white. So again, you have the complete market that's open for any white or person who is not actively anti-white to develop a funding mechanism and a uh, platform to support all this stuff. It all, it all hangs together, but basically you need a way to fund white causes that won't be knocked down so gab is worth looking into anyway that's all i really wanted to get in today when i get uh settled again after traveling i will be back with a lot more linder cost linder cast <laughs> linder cost <laughs> linder cast anyway this was linder cast 0001